today, I want to start with um, why God wants you to change, um, which is, um, yeah, I think it's important. So I kind of started thinking about this um, when over Oak impressed in me and Lucy, and it's like a week of like, all right, who can we see? When can we squeeze it in? When can we try and have a relaxing like hour? When can we like eat Christmas dinner and like all that kind of stuff? And we're squeezing it in and whatever. But it's always fun when I go back to Preston and chatting to everyone, getting getting a little bit of the gossip, finding out what's going on, who fancies who, who's like started getting into petty theft or something, like you know, like proper good gossip, you know, stuff like the basics, uh, who's doing good, like who's on. It's all kind of like. How have they changed? Are they changing? Is it for the best? Is it for the worst? Kind of thing. And it's it just started getting me thinking about change because, like, myself as well, going back there, I'm not the same person that moved away from Preston kind of thing. I've changed as well. I think change, change was just in my head. So I started thinking about life, relationships, like God in that, the balance of us being us and God and what he wants from us. And it's like, okay, does God want us to change? Probably does. So... That's why I'm going to chat about it. Um, start off with a little bit of theolo theology, um, and then some Bible, and then push it together, and it'll give us an answer. So theology bits first, um, which kind of inform what I'm going to call Christian change, the change we're going to be talking about. Um, wouldn't talk about changing light bulbs or anything like that. Um, we're in church, so let's talk about something Christian, I guess. So there's this thing, there's these two things, they kind of, they kind of, they get talked about a lot within theology, I th together, I think, um, but it's kind of justification and sanctification. I don't, have we ever touched on it before, Matt? I was trying to remember, because I remember maybe last year or maybe a year, year before that, we did like a lot of that kind of stuff, didn't we? But, um, so that's good that I've, I've got a, not even a refresh, but like a, something for us to learn here. So justification is something that happens to all Christians. Like when you become a Christian, you are then justified. You then have justification. So that is God justifies us when we accept him. We are justified when you have faith in God. So that is like clean again kind of thing. That kind of imagery. Do you know what I mean? Like that's normally the image like washed in the blood, that kind of thing. It's like, you are now justified in God. You are now saved, eternal life. You've, you've, do, you've done the first, you've done it kind of thing. And then sanctification, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one. It's hard to describe, I think, in a way that's like not overly complex maybe. But um, I'm giving it a go. I think it makes sense. So here we are. Um, so justification is more taking away the power of sin and growing in Christ-likeness. It's the, the next kind of steps, the, the pushing forward kind of thing. Um, so a good way to understand justification, sanctification kind of side by side, um, easy kind of safe example that isn't going to touch on any issues or feet, um, is say, I don't know, why are you laughing at feet? <laughs> Step on toes, don't you? Uh, Step on toes. I, I was rambling, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just said stuff. I can justify it. Um, <laughs> got one fan there, Lydia. <laughs> um, so, yeah, back, back to this. Right, um, so an example of, of this, like, say someone becomes a Christian, but 
they are like big time liar. They lie all the time. They just crack out lies or whatever. They become a Christian. They're justified. They're not suddenly not a liar. Okay? It's still there. Still very much something that could be in their life, could be in them like part of them kind of thing. It's not, you're not justified, then it's gone. Right? Whereas when someone is going through the process of sanctification, like that's really important, the process of sanctification, because it is a process. The line gets chipped away at. Maybe down the line it's eventually gone. Like that's something that in your life you are no longer a liar kind of thing. Um, it's, a pro it's, it's the process. And it's more of like a, the more you choose to be sanctified and choose to like, cooperate with God in that process as well, you choose the change. It's like, again, the, like lying isn't something that's over your life kind of thing. You're not choosing to lie anymore kind of thing. Um, so that hopefully that kind of makes sense of sanctification, justification. Not really, sanctification is kind of the main one. I think sanctification is Christian change, is choosing to change. You're, you're choosing sanctification kind of thing. So, <laughs> I often um, ask a question first and then think, all right, now I'm going to have to figure this out, which is now this point, which is where we end up with Philippians. Is it the, no, not at all, that's fine, don't worry. <laughs> um, so it's Philippians 2, 12 and 13. Um, you, may, you may know Philippians 2, 12 to, like afterwards of 12 to 13, it's that kind of don't grumble, don't kind of complain kind of thing that I'm not, <laughs> not going to talk about that. I'm not going to start the year like, stop complaining. Um, but it's the first two. I kind of think they get overlooked a bit maybe. Um, but it says, therefore, my dear friends, have you as, have, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Okay. So context of these, because it is two verses in the middle of a Bible where some people are doing some good and they're not getting told off and they're not, they've not missed the mark. Like, and Paul's like, okay, okay, come on. Like, we're on to something here. Something good stuff's going to happen. And like, he's encouraging them throughout the book of like, like, this is good, like, I'm like, I'm really thankful for you kind of thing. And I would say these people are solidly in that process of sanctification. Um, so let's figure out what we can get from these two, these two verses then. And I think the main two things is the end of uh, verse 12 and verse 13. So let's tackle the end of verse 12 first, which is, Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Yes. Um, so, work out your own salvation. <laughs> Does, doesn't mean figure it out. I spent far too long, honestly, right, <laughs> genuinely reading this. Just a few days ago, I was like, all right, so we're figuring out our salvation. And I was like, no. And then it clicked. I was like, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> so, it means living it out. Okay. Work out your salvation, live it out, live out your salvation kind of thing. Genuinely, like, proper dyslexic moment of like, all right, figure out your salvation. How do you figure out your salvation? No, live it out, live out your salvation. Um, so, that bit's easy. Fear and trembling. So, a seasoned, maybe a seasoned pro-Christian would see fear and trembling in the context of God 
and get a little cocky and be like, it's not actually about being scared of Jesus. It's not being scared. Um, what's it about then? No one, really, uh, no one ever says that bit. Um, so I did a proper little research on this. I got out my biblical dictionary. I have two. Um, uh, another thing I discovered, one of them's Catholic. Uh, <laughs> because it, it referenced a really like a book that I was like, that's not a book. <laughs> and then one of them Catholic ones in it. <laughs> um, so, so often we um, see fear in like reference of God and um, actually kind of tells us to be, that a better understanding would be to be fully devoted to God and to his will. And um, that was kind of how we see it in the New Testament. Like you see fear and God talk together. It's having a full devotion to God. And then Old Testament is a lot of wisdom linked to it. So it, taking those two, it's like, okay, I'm going to be fully devoted to God. And the wisdom that is linked to that fear is like, it's wise to be fearful of God. It's wise to have that devotion. And it's, so that's kind of coming together. It's like, that's a, a nicer way of kind of seeing that fear of God, <laughs> of, of not just being scared. It's, okay, I have fear of God, so I'm going to be fully devoted. Yet, when I was reading it, researching it, the fact you fear God is still because the other option isn't nice. Okay? Yeah. Still have to say this. Still have to mention this bit. So, best way to understand fear of God um, is that greater devotion and commitment because fear of God is more than just a regular devotion because, like, you can have some devotion, but, like, this is, like, okay, realization, this is real deal. I'm going to devote myself to this. Like, I've got, I've got a better understanding here of what's going on. Like, this is serious stuff. I understand the stakes kind of thing. Um, but qualification. Um, Christians are saved, you know. You have faith in God, you're saved. Like, it's, you're all right. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> like, because I talked about the other option, I just want to say that. Like, it's there. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So, uh, I kind of think fear of God or fear, having, like, understanding it like that is the beginning of sanctification, kind of the wisdom of understanding, okay, I'm a Christian, there's a little bit more going on in my life, let's get closer to God and figure it out, which is kind of where we go to verse 13, which is, uh, just a little refresh, uh, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fill out his good purpose. Okay, act in order to fill out his good purpose. Right, got the, you got the fear of God, you understand it, you understand what's going on, you're like, okay, I'm going to be fully devoted. I'm going to choose to have that in my life. I'm going to choose that. But in the whole process, God's good purpose is going to be worked out through you. Purpose is being like done, like good purpose as well. And God's using you for his purpose, not just only in your life, but other people's life as well. So why does God want you to aim for sanctification? Why does God want you to change? It brings you closer to him. He does love you after all. He wants relationship with us. He wants things in our lives, like the easy example of lying to be kind of not in the way anymore, not to be that barrier for our closest and true relationship with him. And it changes you. It takes away the sin. Like I said, it takes away that, li like it, the process takes away, chips away at that sin through us acknowledging and saying, I want to be better. 
And like I said, that good purpose is outworked, like not just in our life, but other people's lives because of us. So sanctification or Christian change um, brings us closer to God and fulfills God's purpose. It solidifies our faith, which is really good. That's why he wants you to change. Like he gets, cl- he gets to be closer to you. I think kind of forget that sometimes, like God does want to be close to you. You get to be closer to him, purpose is done. Now, I really want to push home that sanctifi- like the idea that's not the idea that that sanctification is a process because there's always going to be something but the process is all about getting closer to God and hopefully seeing his purpose worked out through that. Um, you're probably in, in the process of sanctification now yourself like without realizing it or maybe like not so much where you're just chilling where you're at because like you need that kind of security maybe like you just want to feel a bit safe. Um, but end of the day, like God wants you to be closer to him and his purpose worked out in you. And it is your choice, that kind of thing. It is your choice. You, like, again, it's a process. You can go so far as you please in that process of sanctification. I don't know if you can ever be fully sanctified, because that might be no more sin, which, if you're anything like me, (laughs) that's not going to (laughs) happen. But, that process is kind of your choice and it's it's for you to know that God wants the sanctification and it's your choice to how far you go in that. Um, kind of like I said, like it's January, don't need a word for the year kind of thing. Maybe you just need a bit more sanctification. Maybe you just need a bit more closeness with God and go in that extra way to be a bit more Christ-like kind of thing. Um, but that's kind of where I wanted to start. This kind of I think informs it can kind of just really inform your whole year of okay what's happening this year for me a bit of sanctification and then from that who knows kind of thing um and it kind of leads on for next week um I'm going to be talking about um fellowship with God um I don't know fellowship in our lovely Christian circles is often just spoken about us kind of thing. Oh, we need to have fellowship with each other. We need to come together and have a bit of community. But fellowship with God is really important. And um, I won't go in too much because not fully written it. And also going to chat about it next week. But um, this kind of sets us up for that. Um, so yeah, I'll pray and then carry on doing whatever. Um, thank you um, for your love you have for us, God. Um, I pray that you help us come closer to you and um, for you to show us what change you want in our lives or give us the courage to start that change. God, for those who want, uh, for those of us who want to be in the process of sanctification, um, help us stay in that process and um, see the good you do through it, God. Um, pray this in your name. Amen.